given everyone a garment of praise. Not only with the spirit of heaviness, but you might magnify him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, uh, it's a simple chorus. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. I want to tell you, heaven is going to be filled with these wonderful choruses of hallelujah. Hallelujah. And again they said, Hallelujah. And again they said, Hallelujah. Well, come on then. Bless the Lord. Heaven starts down here. Isn't it? Are you born again? Everybody born again? Filled with the Spirit. Well, heaven starts down here in your soul. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. And I thank God. Get a vision of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, when you look upon him, you won't be able to help but singing hallelujah. Praise to the Father. Hallelujah. And to magnify him and exalt his wonderful name. Hallelujah. If it hadn't been for him, we shouldn't have been here tonight. Come on, be honest. We shouldn't have been here if it hadn't been for Jesus. Hallelujah. We're here because of his love tonight. Hallelujah. It's wonderful, isn't it, brother? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's his wonderful love. Hallelujah. That has drawn us together. Hallelujah. That we might magnify his wonderful name. That we might be drawn nearer to him. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you, there's nothing more wonderful than to be able to sing his praises, is there? To fellowship with him. And truly our fellowship is with the Father. And with the Son tonight. And with one another. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he's looking for a praising people. A praising people. Listen, bless the Lord. Uh, John says in the book of the Revelation that he's made unto us. We're kings and priests unto him. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That we might minister unto him tonight. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Yes, priestly ministry. Hallelujah. And we've also got a kingly ministry. Overcoming. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. The lion has become the lamb. Hallelujah. And they should rightly enthrone him on the, your heart and life. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You, will, you can't help. But lift him up. You can't help but magnify his wonderful name. We've got someone to rejoice in tonight, haven't we? Amen. Praise the Lord. All those that are not going to sing, we're going to have you on the platform. Bless the Lord. So I want to bless the Lord. Open your mouth. Bless the Lord. I want to tell you tonight that you will feel better for coming here. You'll feel different. Praise the Lord. And I want to tell you, if you step out in faith, because this is a faith meeting tonight, God will meet you. He desires and he's looking for faith. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. If you've never opened your mouth before, well, I want to ask you to open your mouth tonight. Bless the Lord. And he said he would fill it. Amen. With good things. Hallelujah. And then you'll be able to taste and see that God is good. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Come on. I have put on my garments of praise. I have put on my garments of praise. For the spirit of heaven is gone from me. I have put on my garments of praise. Oh, heavy, heavy, heavy. 
Bless you, Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> there's a, a thought been going through my mind for the last week, and it's been blessing me, and it's about the children of Israel. Bless the Lord. You know, they were in Egypt, and they were in bondage, and they were in sore bondage. Uh, and they were working hard to please their taskmasters. You know, but God in his wisdom and his fullness of time sent Moses the deliverer to deliver the people from their bondage. And you know, he came, and he wasn't very well received by the people. <laughs> they, 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 couldn't, uh, they couldn't reckon up how a person coming from his position could do anything for them. Bless the Lord, in delivering them from Pharaoh. But you know, God had his hand upon Moses. And I thank God tonight that God had his hand upon Jesus. Amen. And when he came, he came into this world, he came for one express purpose. And that was to bring deliverance to you and me. Deliverance to you and me. Bless the Lord tonight. Have you ever heard the fact that Jesus came to deliver you? Have you ever heard it proclaimed before? Well, tonight it's true, brother and sister. Jesus came to deliver you from where you are. Where you are tonight in your life. And I thank God tonight the power of God is just the same as it was in the days of Moses. It's just the same today. You know, and Moses... We won't go into all the ins and outs of it, but Moses led those people forth into the wilderness. And you know, they were an unbelieving lot. <laughs> you read it. They were an unbelieving lot and an ungrateful lot. And <laughs> I see the same parallels in the children of God today, you know. <laughs> there's an awful lot of unbelief in people. Uh, and there's an awful lot of unthankfulness in people as they journey through this Christian life. And you know, Moses had to put up with a lot. And they come up against the Red Sea. <laughs> and they wanted to be back where they came from. Uh, and I see that in people, and I see it in myself sometimes. We'd rather go back to the things that we can, um, we can, we can relate to in the past than move out in God. But you know, God had his way, you know. And I thank God it's true in all our lives. God's going to have his way. Let's get that clear tonight, brother and sister. God's going to have his way, one way or the other. And tonight, you know, he's put things in our lives and around us to encourage us to go on. <laughs> you know what he put to encourage the children of Israel to go on in that day? <laughs> he put the hosts of Pharaoh behind them. <laughs> and they were after them. And you know, in a similar sort of way, we've got a few that are after us in our day-by-day -day life. They want to take our inheritance from us. They want to get hold of us and, uh, and enslave us again with the chains. But you know, I thank God tonight that in his wisdom, he made a way. And he made a way through the Red Sea 
and they crossed over on dry land and they were delivered. And what a praising people they were when they got to the other side. What a, you know, Miriam took out a timbrel and all the rest of them had a good, uh, a real, a real glory, glory do as we call them. They had a real glory do. But you know, it wasn't finished. <laughs> they went into the wilderness. And they were destined by the, by the um, direction of God to enter into a promised land. A land of promise. And you know, they went more or less direct through, through all sorts of things and I don't intend to go into the detail of it tonight. They went to that land of promise and they sent out the spies to look at that land of promise. And there were very few people, and this is the, the thing that struck me, there were very few people that had the vision of what God wanted for his people. And tonight, brother and sister, it's just the same. There are very few people who can see what God wants for his people. There's a lot of people who can see the giants. There was ten of them, if you read it, who could see all the giants and all the problems and all the things that was, uh, were there to prevent them entering in. And there was only two. There was Joshua and Caleb. There were only two that were able to enter into that land of promise. And they were only two that had the vision to go in. You know, we've said it so often from this platform, without a vision, the people perish. It's true tonight, brother and sister, if you haven't got a vision of the glory of God revealed in you and in your life and going on with God tonight, then you will perish. It's true, I, I'm, I'm not going to mess about tonight, it's true because God is a consuming fire. He is a consuming fire. Bless the Lord, let's make no bones about it. We think, well, we can play, play, play about with God and we can, we can do this and we can do that, and, uh, but we can't because this is a real life and death business, brother and sister. I thank God tonight for the, for the fact that it is a life and death business because uh, it's only because it is that we can go on into new life. And I thank God tonight that because of their unbelief, they couldn't enter in. I don't thank God for that, but I thank God for the revelation of that fact. And tonight, brother and sister, there's only one thing in this meeting that will prevent you entering into the blessing of God, and that's unbelief. That's unbelief. You know, I believe unbelief is a spirit. I do. It can get hold of any one of us. It's very subtle. It can, it can make us think uh, and start to think and, and the sort of question it asks is the original question, can God? Will God? Do you know tonight, brother and sister, I believe tonight that if we start to believe God tonight and every day in our lives, we'll have a new experience. You know, um, the sad thing about the children of Israel, they wandered around for 40 years and they all perished except two. They all perished except two. And brother and sister... It's true, if you've been wandering around and you're wandering around tonight without that vision of God in your life, you will perish on the way. You're never going to make it through. I, you know, I've come to, come to see that so clearly. You know, we look at people that, that we've seen in the past and have fallen away and we say, isn't it sad? Isn't it a pity? Isn't it a pity? It's all very well to pity them, but you see, it's this. They didn't grow for the vision. And tonight, brother and sister, this is what the point that God has laid upon me. If we don't go for the vision that God has set before us, 
of that entering into the promised land, then we will perish. Oh, bless the Lord tonight. Brother and sister, and that, that's, that's the thing I feel so strongly tonight, get the vision tonight, brother and sister. Henry said it for years, uh, and people have got it and just seen it for a little while, and then it's passed, and, and then you get it again. And I know I, I've had the same situation in my life, but you know, this, this is a serious and it's a very important thing, brother and sister. Get the vision of God in your life and heart tonight, uh, and go for it. And don't be deflected by all the other things that you can see. There's giants, there's all sorts of things. There's people, there's personalities, there's all sorts of things in this world that will try and take your attention away from the real thing. And that is the power of the Spirit of God. And what he's able to do. I'm glad to to be able to say that God is moving in his people. And there are people that have seen the vision and are going on by the power of his Spirit. And tonight, brother and sister, this is another opportunity. Bless the Lord God. I thank God that we're not living in a time of like, like Moses and all the rest of them where, where um, they were living under the law and where, the, where things were black and white. I thank God that God's given us a, a bit of leeway in our lives. And he's given us a free will to follow him. And you know, tonight is an opportunity. I thank God tonight. It's an opportunity in this place for every one of us to enter in to this promise of God, the fullness. You know, there's, it talks, you know, when, they, when, they, when the two spies came back that really got it, they started to talk about the grapes of Eskel and they started to talk about the pomegranates and all the fruits. And tonight, brother and sister, let's start to talk about the fruit of the Spirit in our life because it's there. It's there. And God is, God is watering and supplying in every life tonight. And it's just a matter of us getting hold of the Spirit of God and moving out. I thank God tonight that I felt that touch. In the last week, uh, I've been a bit dry off and on, and I have to be honest with you. Uh, but I thank God I felt that touch of his Spirit and a realisation, thank God, that we're not in something that's going to fall away. We're in something that goes on. Bless the Lord. Maybe we'll see a hundred fall at our, he says that in the book, maybe we'll see hundreds fall at our right or left hand side, but you know God is dealing with us as individuals, brother and sister, and let us get hold of him as individuals in our lives and go for this wonderful Holy Ghost move of the Spirit, you know. Oh, bless the Lord. Let's not mix it. Let's not get mixed up with other things that deflect and, and take, uh, detract from the Spirit of God moving in our lives. Let's move out in God tonight, brother and sister. Oh, bless the Lord. If we do nothing else, let's move out in God and really let the flow of the Spirit go through us. Can we sing that one? Jesus, God, hold of my life. And he won't let me go. Jesus got into my heart. Oh, oh, bless the Lord. If you haven't picked up, the chorus sheet is in alphabetical order. Uh, Bless the Lord. So if you want Jesus, look under J. Bless the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. This is God
tonight brothers and sisters I want to let you into a little secret you're in a glory meeting praise his wonderful name and you hath he quickened and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins we're quickened brothers and sisters you know we're not we're not born after the flesh we're not born after the flesh we're born after the spirit we're born after the Spirit, brothers and sisters. We have no need to follow after flesh, for we follow the Spirit. We follow the Lamb wheresoever he goeth. We follow the Lamb. We follow the Lamb, brother and sister. There's no man, there's no man that can teach us anything. Only the Spirit of God. You know, I know that I'm born after the Spirit, for my Spirit witness, witnesses within me with the Spirit of God, with the Holy Ghost that dwells within my mortal body. You know, I thank God that he gave me a witness. I thank God that he gave me a witness, that he gave me a proof that I belong to him. You know, not that I may follow after man, not that I may follow after things of this earth, but that I may seek after the Spirit of God, that I may seek after the Spirit of God. We have this treasure within earthen vessels, brothers and sisters. We have this treasure within earthen vessels. You know, recently I've been worried. Bless him, Billy. Bless him. Amen. Bless the Lord. Bless you, Jesus. Bless him. Amen. Stand fast. The scripture says, stand fast in the liberty. That doesn't mean to say to me, that doesn't mean to say that there's never ever going to be anything that comes against you. 
You know, when something stands fast, it is rooted into the ground, and there is nothing that comes against it. It may go, it'll go round it, and it may bow a bit, and it's in the wake of the water or the wind or whatever it is. But you know, if it stands fast, it stays where it is. It stays where it is, rooted and grounded in love, brothers and sisters. Rooted and grounded in love. You know, there's nothing, nothing in this world today that can come against the children of God that cannot root them if they are rooted and grounded in love. Born by the Spirit and the water and the blood. You know, I thank God that this salvation that Jesus brought to us is wholesome. It's not a part job. It's a whole job. You know, our greatest difficulty is coming to accept it. It is, brothers and sisters, it's coming to accept it. Alan was talking about unbelief. He was talking about unbelief. I've said this before. Paul, when he walked through the gate beautiful, there was no unbelief in his heart. There was no unbelief in his heart. He walked to the man and he said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. He possessed it. He possessed it, brothers and sisters. He possessed it. Yes. He didn't have to ask God to come down out of some far-off place. He possessed it. He had it within his bones, brothers and sisters. He had it within his spirit that he knew that the, the power of God was with him, that he could lift that man up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and that he would walk. He would be whole. Jesus has done no lesser deed for each one of us. He's saying to each one of us, silver and gold I'm not going to give you, but such as I have, give I unto you. Rise up in the Spirit and walk. Rise up in the Spirit and walk. Rise up in the Spirit and walk. Oh, bless his wonderful name. Bless his wonderful name. You know in him, there's no shadow. There's only light in him. You know, if we have fellowship with the light, then we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. You know, where there is division, where there is separation, where there is turmoil and confusion, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God alone can bring a wholesomeness, Amen. a wholeness that no man, no diplomatic ways of going on can ever bring. But you know, I thank God if we allow the Spirit of God to move in our lives, if we allow the love of God that is shed abroad in our hearts to go out to people, then that wholeness will come between us. It will bind us. It will bring us together. It will make us one body. It will make us one body. Bless his wonderful name. I love every one of you tonight. I really do. I'm thrilled. I really am thrilled that Jesus Christ dwells within me. That he has spread his love abroad in my heart. That he's put something deep-rooted there. That I may stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made me free. God bless you. Come on then, John. Bless the Lord. Bless him. Hey, come on. Give it a clap. Come on. You tell them the words. You've got to sit down. I've got some words there somewhere.
This is a, a calypso, really, and it's, uh, it tells a story. Some people say, why are you so happy? In good times and bad, you're so happy. I tell them the story of him who died on the tree. But since I gave all to Jesus, I found a new life in Jesus. I'm living each day for him and joyfully singing his praises. Amen. And it goes on like that. Some people say, why are you so happy? In good times and bad, you're so happy. I tell them the story of him who died on the tree. For since I gave all to Jesus, I found a new life in Jesus. I'm living each day for him and joyfully singing praises. Why don't you let him come into your life forever? He's waiting with love and power. Let go and let go. Some people say, why you're so happy? In good times and bad, you're so happy. I tell them the story of him who died on the tree. For since I gave all to Jesus, I found a new life in Jesus. I'm living each day for him and joyfully singing praises. Why don't you let him come into your life for People say, why are you so happy? In good times and bad, you're so happy. I tell them the story of him who died on the tree. For since I gave all to Jesus, I've heard a new life in Jesus. I'm living each day for him. Good old scene.
You know, Karen was a great blessing on the tape a yes. few weeks back. Well, she got tested on what she said. I think she ought to come and tell you a bit about it. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing. When you speak for God, you get tested. tested what you say. Bless the Lord. I thank God that this will stand the test. Yes. Bless true, the Lord. True. This Holy Ghost will stand the test yeah. in our lives, brothers yeah. and sisters. His word. It, when yes. all, everything comes against us, then God... It's his opportunity. Bless the Lord. Karen, can you come and just Amen. tell him? <laughs> Bless the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, yes, it was. It was funny, really, because... Um, you know, the Lord had really spoken to us about, you know, this, um, this house and everything. And uh, everything seemed to be going so well. And um, I hadn't mentioned it before, as I said, when I testified before. Because uh, I didn't feel that I, I felt it was right to sort of bring sort of worldly things and everything. So um, about two days after I testified, uh, Andrew rang me up and he said, um, the building society had rung up and said that we might not get the mortgage because of subsidence problems and everything sort of came crashing down. And he told me the day before that Halifax had asked him to ring him, to ring in the office. And I kept saying, Lord, if it's, if it's going to be a disappointment, help me to, to accept it. And I didn't. It was terrible because I was, <laughs> as soon as I heard, I was so disappointed. It all sort of came crashing down. But, you know... The Lord is good, and um, he sort of lifted us up, you know, and helped us to sort of think objectively about it all, and just to put it in its place, you know, down in the, in the sort of worldly things, that it's just bricks and mortar, and it didn't matter, you know, and as soon as we accepted that, you know, things have um, happened again, and you know, we have got that mortgage, and we have got that house, and um, it's, it's wonderful, you know, because uh, it's just, no matter how you feel at the time, you know, you say... Lord, I'm going to be strong this time. And even if you're weak, he doesn't, he doesn't give up on you. And that's, that's a wonderful thing. Because he knows what's in your heart. And he knows that no matter how weak we are, that we really do want to go on for him, you know. And, um, and I've made a promise with the Lord that that home of ours will be a home that's his to use Amen. and you know and that that people will f be free to come and to and to have fellowship and to be you know to have a blessing Amen. because i think it's important that everything that the lord chooses fit to give us that we give straight back to him so that he has all the glory Amen. 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 So, I appreciate it. If you all help me, praise the Lord for this wonderful thing. something that many of you have heard before but you know God keeps bringing it to me bringing it over and over to me 
There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. You know, there's a law, and that law is gravity. And if I drop these keys, they go down there because they were made to go down there because of the law of gravity. Hallelujah! He has made me free. Made me free. You haven't set me free. Not set me I'm made free. Made free. You know, that which is of the flesh is flesh. And it's the thing that goes down when everything goes wrong. But it doesn't matter. But that which is of the Spirit mm. is Spirit. Yes. And that which is of the Spirit was made free. Amen. It was made free. No. That which is born of God sinneth not. The wicked one toucheth him not. And he cannot sin because he's born of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a new man in you and me, brother Amen. and sister. A new man. And that man was made free. It was made free. Hallelujah. Made free from the law of sin and death. For what the law couldn't do in that it was weak because of the flesh. God sent his son in the likeness of sinful flesh. For sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of God might be fulfilled in those who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Walk after that new man. Walk after that new man. Walk after that new man. Walk after the new man. Hallelujah. You know, for what? Because what the law couldn't do because it was weak through the flesh, God sent his son and condemned in the flesh that the righteousness of the Law might be fulfilled in those that walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus made again, made me free, made me free, made me free from the law of sin and death. What are you walking after, brother and sister? What are you walking after? What are you walking after? Jesus. What are you walking after? That's the law. That which is of the flesh is flesh and that which is of the spirit is spirit. Right. I had a little story today about something that wasn't quite right. And you know the reason why it wasn't quite right is because they were walking after the flesh and not after the spirit. Right. That's right. That's the reason why it wasn't going right. And you know that's why a lot of people don't go right. Romans 8 is a wonderful chapter. Amen. A wonderful chapter. Yeah. It teaches the child of God how to walk. How to live every day. It shows him what God has put inside. The real man. The man that is in Christ Jesus. That man. You know you and I. If we're born again. We have the living Christ within us. The living Christ within us. You know. We went to a church today. And and the poor old parson. God bless him. He was talking about. That church been the house of God and we should be reverent or words to that effect. But you know, God dwelleth not in temple and Hallelujah! You and I, if we're born again of the Spirit of God and the living Christ within us, 
and if we walk after the flesh, we shall die. But if ye shall by the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Life! And it's peace. Hallelujah! The peace of God will reign in your heart. Hallelujah! It won't be a visitor. He lived there. Yes. Right. Live there. Right. You know, I know a lot of Christians, and, and I can tell you, you know, they have Jesus as a visitor. Mm. He comes every Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, brother and sister, it's a must. You must be born again. You must. You know, there's some things in the scripture. There's no leeway for a door. Yes. You must yes. be born again. Yes. You must know that you're passed from death and life. Right. Mm. You know, my Bible tells me about a real experience with God that you can feel, yes. that you can enter into, that you can enjoy. <coughs> God Amen. is good. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, doesn't it say in the scripture, taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. I'm glad that I've got a very And brother and sister, if you want to walk with God, if you want to walk with God, walk with Him. Walk with Him. Yes. This life of Christ that was in you, feed it. Feed it. Because I tell you something, you can feed the flesh. Or you can feed the spirit. Yeah. And whichever man within you, you feed, will grow. If you feed the spirit, then the spirit will grow. If you feed the flesh, then the flesh will grow. Yes. True. It is true. Hallelujah. Oh, it's wonderful. You know, I love Jesus today more than ever I ever knew that I could love him. He's really, really real to me. You know, he's mine. I've said this before, as if there wasn't another one soul in the world. He's mine. Amen. He's mine. And it thrills me when I hear somebody else say, he's mine as well. Hallelujah. Because I know he is. But he's still mine. He still died for me. As if there was not another soul in the world but me needing his salvation. He's died for me like that. He's my Jesus. Mine. Hallelujah. God bless everyone again. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, brother. Hallelujah. Yes, come on, John. Bless the Lord. John came three weeks ago, is it? For the first time. That's Amen. right. <laughs> two, two weeks ago, actually. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, uh, and do you feel better for coming? Better? I feel absolutely marvellous. Terrific. That's why I'm here again. Had I not felt better, I wouldn't be here, would I? Praise so Lord. I'm here again, praise the Lord. And I brought with me um, two other folks um, who, um, who belong to our church, praise the Lord, for the first time. And uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks from now, we'll hear that they're here again, won't we? <laughs> Lord's good, isn't he? Isn't he terrific? That's great. Praise the Lord for goodness sake. 
<laughs> you know, when I was at college, we used to have a lecture, and every second sentence he used to say, won't you say, praise the Lord? And we, after three years, he got a bit tired of that, you know. But it's good to say, praise the Lord. And I tell you, I'm absolutely thrilled. I know that the Lord's going to do great things in Peterborough. He's going to do great things all over this country. I've got a vision for revival, you know, this country. A real vision for revival. And I can see groups all over this country. I can see lights all over this country just running down and making a great fire. And this country's going to be set ablaze, isn't it? Oh, my, it's going to roar. I'll tell you, it's going to roar. A scripture, Ezekiel, says, coming from the south to the north, the whole place is going to be set on fire. Let it start in me. Let it start in you. You know, God doesn't just simply bless the world just when he feels as though he ought to. He blesses it when there's people there who are going to say, start in me. Begin with me. You know, there the are places, there are places where just, God just can't move because the people there just won't move. And I'll tell you this, if we've got a heart that's open to God, it can pour out his spirit. After all, where does it come from? It comes from God through me to them. Amen. Doesn't it? Amen. I'm getting excited. Amen. <laughs> Great. <laughs> My throat is killing me, but I'm getting excited. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I tell, you, I tell you, God is raising up young men and young women in the world today. Young men and young women with a real vision for what God is going to do. We've not had a real revival in this country for a hundred years. It's time we had one tomorrow. Isn't it? Today. Let's have one now. Let's have one now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm going to sit down again. Amen. It's now with God. It's now. Yes, it's always now. Praise the Lord. Well, come on, brother and sister. Bless the Lord. Let's come with you. Come on and introduce him, uh, John. Right. Mrs. Lord. Christine Robertson from um, uh, North Breton, Peterborough, and her husband, Rod Robertson, who's our evangelist in South Breton for the Church of God. Mm. And, and Amen. I'd like to just give a two-minute testimony. I've been listening to all those wonderful preachers. And the brother said something about the, the preaching of the word. But you know, it's a wonderful thing to be called a God into a wonderful ministry. Yeah. And you know, as a verse been running through my mind, he maketh rebel a priest and a king. Yeah. And I always watch out when I'm testifying, don't give the adversary the glory. No. Never give him the glory, you know. But you know, Oh, it's a wonderful thing to know that God loves you. Amen. And is Jesus Christ the same yesterday, Amen. today, and forever? Amen. I was speaking to Henry tonight. I'm only wanting a minute and a half. Is that okay? A minute. I was speaking to Henry about a couple of hours ago. And you know, I think it's just the same now as it was then. Because is Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever? You know, my life was ruined, you know. I lived up in the northeast of Scotland, and my life was ruined. But, you know, Jesus did a wonderful thing in my life. Amen. He did a wonderful thing in my life, 
You know, I've seen something. I've seen something of the love of God. Do you know, I, I thought it was for somebody else. I didn't know it was for me. I thought it was for just for good people to go to church. But I used to drink a lot. You know, I used to drink a lot of that uh, coloured stuff that they drink up in Scotland. They call it, I think they call it whiskey or something like that. I used to drink a lot of that stuff. And I said, well, I'm not good enough. But I heard this preacher. And he preached. I got brought up in the Brethren Movement in the northeast of Scotland. And you know, they've got the word. But it's the Spirit of God. It's the Spirit of God that quickens. Our brother says, and ye had the quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. And you know, and he goes on. It's a wonderful verse, that is. But what was I saying? I heard a preacher preaching, and he was anointed in the Spirit of God. He told me something. He says, he says, Rod, he said, God loves you. I never knew that before. And you know, I just fell down at, me, down at his feet, and I confessed my sin. I asked the Lord in my heart, and he changed my life, you know. He changed my life. And you know, I know that I am born again because you have the witness in your heart. Now, for the last 30 seconds, for the last 30 seconds, you know, not only that, he called me into the ministry. And now I'm preaching for the Lord. And not only that, I said, I can't preach because I'm not educated. He says, I don't want educated people. He says, I want people filled with the Spirit of God. I'll start getting excited. I'll start getting excited, but it's wonderful. I'm glad I'm a Pentecostal preacher. I was preaching in his church. Where is it? I was preaching in his church last Sunday, and I spoke on, ye are a chosen generation. And it's wonderful. I'm not going to go on, because I've gone all night. But it's good to get excited. I don't feel out of place, you know. I don't feel out. I can come in, and I can have this all night. Because Jesus is a reality. The Lord bless you. Now. I think so. Yeah, praise the Lord. That's it. I, don't, I don't know about you, but I've lost my voice tonight. All I want to say is that I'm so glad I'm here tonight. Do you know, the Lord's really been doing something in me just lately. And he's been opening me up to the things of the Spirit. And I'm just so thrilled at the joy that I see in this place tonight. And, you know, I'm sure this, this is what the Lord wants to do throughout Britain. He wants to show people that there is joy in the Holy Ghost. So I want to take back to Peterborough what I found tonight. Okay. Um, I'm glad there's only one preacher in the family anyway, and that's not me. <laughs> Come on, Roy. There's Roy all the way from Sheffield. Come on, Roy. Bless the Lord. There's one thing, the Lord's good. Because he says his mercies endure forever. Ever. And that's how wonderful the Lord is. Uh, I enjoyed Jock what he said, like, you know. God don't, God's got to educate people to get them to do his will. Because it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. I, I like that spirit I do. I don't like that, that flesh business. It's wonderful, you know, when you do move in spirit to God and, you know, you really get saturated with the Lord's love like, you know. Oh dear, you know, I've many a time I've reached out to the Lord to grab him, you know as I've moved into the Spirit of God. 
And this is how wonderful the Lord is. You know, it's a, you can have a love affair with the Lord in the spirit, you know. We don't know how fortunate we are, do you know? The world out there today, you know, there's an emptiness out in that world. And you know, we're not moving as we should do by the Spirit of God because one man got in his place, you know, you see a fire burning around that place. Okay, two or three people are in your Christian life, they might come and get saved. You know, but there's something far deeper than that. You know, there's a sowing, you know, and, and there's a reaping. You know, we get that inclined, you know, that we've got to do all the sowing and reaping, but it's not like that. You know, we must witness till Jesus comes. Because there's so many at it well. Wanting to know, wanting, to, wanting some, looking for something. You know, and we should be here to present it, you know. I was I tell you about CB last time. You know, we got this CB and it was marvellous how this young lad got saved and this CB, you know. And I thought to myself, I've never had a television for, for 16 years. That's by the way, I'm not knocking no television, but it's what the what Lord wants in my life. And you know... I thought there's a great opportunity through CB, you know, to reach and to touch people. You know, I've flicked through channels, listening to people's problems about, you know, the depressed, committing suicide, wanting to commit suicide. I've broken them channels, you know. I've been speaking about the Lord to people. But, you know, these people come on and said, you know, she says, why have you been speaking? She says, I've been broke down, she says, I've broke down. You know, it's, it's the love of God that, speak, that speaks to people. And, and it's not Roy Jones or anybody else. It's the Spirit of God that breaks people. This is Ken. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Would you like to give your heart to Jesus? Is that what you've come for tonight? Well, I've just come along for, to see what, he, what it's all about. That's right. And what do you think to us? Well, I've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's a lovely journey. 
Yes, that's wonderful. Bless the Lord. But do you know Jesus as you saw? You know, well, like the others do. You know, well, would you like to give your heart to Jesus? Well, as far as I know, I have done, but you know, I don't know whether you haven't really. Don't you, know. Know. <laughs> you don't know. Well, if you're not sure, yeah. you haven't done. Well, that's it, isn't it? You know. I mean, I was. Um, someone was saying that. Have a witness. Yeah, Jesus doesn't learn you. Um, you don't learn things yourself. Well, how did you learn your trade? How did he learn to play the guitar? Yeah, well, it's in the natural world. But this yeah, is, we're talking about yeah, the eternal things of the Spirit. Now mm -hmm. then, it's the Spirit of God that does this, brother. It's nothing to do with mortal or human ability mm -hmm. or endeavor, nothing at all. God's done the work through Jesus. Mm -hmm. And what he wants you to do, he displayed himself at Calvary. That was the love of God, because you, it says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and everybody's gone his own way. All we like sheep have gone our own way. And we like to think that our heads, you know, will work it out, but we can't. We are saved through faith by the grace of God. And it says, not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. It's nothing to do with you, and it's nothing to do with me. It's nothing to do with anybody that's being saved here. It's an operation of the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. A most learned man went to Jesus by night and said, uh, how can a man be born again? Mm -hmm. Has he got to enter his mother's womb a second time? Mm -hmm. you see? And he says, no. He says, ye must, look, ye must be born again. Mm -hmm. And you must be born of the water and of the Spirit. Mm. And it's nothing to do with what we might think or try and work mm. it out. Yeah. And it's simply accepting Jesus' mm. finished work at Calvary. Jesus died for you, brother. Mm -hmm. And what he, he wants you to have, <clears throat> what everybody else has got. He wants eternal life. Mm -hmm. That's it. And he's offering it to you yeah. free. The greatest gift to mankind and nobody wants it. Mm. And it's free. You don't have to work it up. You don't pay for it. No. Or because it would have been bought up. All the rich men would have bought it. Oh, yeah. And we would have been out. But thank God. He's got no favourites tonight, Ken. He loves you. He loves you. Bless the Lord. If you was the only one in the world, he loves you as much as he loved his son. And that's the love of God. And this is, this is what we... We like to manifest here is the love of God. Mm -hmm. Bless the Lord. And we want to tell you that God loves you and we love you. And we want to thank you ever so much for coming. Oh, and bless the Lord. It takes some grace to come up here and, and to make a yeah. public statement. Bless the Lord. And I want to say to you tonight, it'll be the greatest moment of your life when Jesus comes into your heart. And you'll wish you'd have done it earlier. You'll wish you'd known after all those years, when you look back on your life, you think, bah, I wish I'd have done it sooner. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. what Roy's got, what these others got, you can have tonight. Right. By asking Jesus to come into your heart yeah. and life. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. You can make the angels of heaven sing and rejoice. It's said over one sinner that repented. And it's been washed in his precious blood. 
Lord, wash me tonight in your precious blood that you shed at Calvary. Lord, write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Lord, come into my heart and life. It's as simple as that. And he'll come in. Be sincere, be real with God, because we've got a gospel that works. It's not in a book, brother, but bless the Lord, and you can't figure it out, but bless the Lord, it's in, God has put it in such simple ways that children can understand it. Mm -hmm. We had a little girl here, only 11 years of age, a fortnight ago, who gave her heart to the Lord and was filled with the Spirit, all at one go. Bless the Lord. I've seen children four and five years of age singing and in the Spirit, filled with the Spirit, saved, had a real born-again experience. They can tell of what Jesus has done in their lives. Mm -hmm. Bless the Lord. And you'll know, <clears throat> you'll know that something's happened because you'll feel different. Well, I feel different at the moment because I'm generally a very nervous person and I don't feel nervous at all. Ah, but there's some... Bless the Lord. I, so, I said at the beginning of the meeting that this meeting would affect you and you'd yeah, feel better. You know, I'd generally be shaking like a leaf. Yes, yeah. well, praise the Lord. But we're, we're, we want to do business with God tonight, don't we? Amen. Yeah. Now, if you'll be real with him, he'll be real with you. The Spirit of the Lord is here. And he's looking for such people as Ken tonight. Amen. That he can do them good and save them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. You'll be the happiest man on the face of the earth. Bless the Lord. Yes, amen. You will. You will. I'm, I'm telling you, it's true. It's true. Isn't yes. it true? Yes. Amen. Look at all these lovely smiling faces. Look at Joan there. Yeah. How long have you been saved, Joan? Lost count. <laughs> Well, I knew her 30 years ago. So, yeah, you are. Praise the Lord. <laughs> see? Praise the Lord. You see? I'm not even shaking her nearly, nearly. I'm shaking. There's, there's some rebels here, but God loves to change rebels, you know. Bless the Lord. Amen. Yes. And I thank God, there's all sorts of people here, but thank God Roy Jones was another rebel. You see? But I, I can see the difference in Roy. Yeah. And his wife, bless the Lord, and other people that have come from Sheffield. Bless the Lord. And we want God to do something for you tonight, and he will. But it depends on you. I understand, yes, I understand. Yes, bless the Lord. It's, you know, I, we could say, Lord, chop his head off tonight because it's with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, mm -hmm. and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you'll receive Jesus as your Saviour, you'll begin to tell people about Thank it. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. And that's it, by faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. Are we going to do that? And we're going to ask everyone to pray that God will lose him. You'll be real with God and be real with you. We mean business, don't we, tonight? That's right. You can know so. Amen. Come on then, everyone, pray and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord.
Well, what you do, you know, we've got no set way of going. But Lord, we want you to ask Jesus to come into our you get the mind of one in you get the mind of what your relationship with God for about a week and a half and it was only sort of this morning that I realised and what it was a week and a half ago I got a new racing bike you see and I love racing bikes I, I really do and uh, next season this particular bike I'm, I'm going to be racing it you see and I'm, I'm trying to train up you know and really get going with it anyway this new bike I was so thrilled with it and uh, I know somebody in Southall who's, who's sort of kind of coaching me in a way and uh, I was really thrilled with it and I used to go out every morning for a week and a half, being out every morning and every lunchtime and after work as well and I've been really busy with it, you know, and every spare moment and I'm on this bike and whizzing round. But it wasn't quite right, there was just something missing and it, I was so happy but yet there was just something missing. 
And uh, anyway, I came to the meeting last Saturday, and I was standing at the back, and I wasn't really with it. Though. It wasn't something. It was just something that wasn't there, and I knew it wasn't there. And I really wanted to be out and off on this bike again. And I came out to the front, and I told the Lord about it, and I sort of got a blessing, but it still wasn't right. And I was thinking about, you know, training the next day and going out riding all day Sunday, and I wasn't really in with the meeting. And anyway, off I went, and uh, I hadn't got anything for the meeting. I, I thought that maybe he'd sort it out, but it was me that wasn't trying. And um, anyway, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, I was out every morning and, you know, doing my pocket up these miles on this bike. And... Uh, I was enjoying it, but as I say, I just knew something was wrong. And I could sort of feel the Lord kept stopping me and, and saying, now just wait a minute, but I wouldn't have it. And I was, you know, it was, it was all right, it was going to be all right, I was busy. And, uh, and then this morning, I got up and uh, I thought, oh, I don't really feel like going out cycling this morning. And I thought, no, no, I will, I will. And so I got up and went out on my bike. And uh, I was going up this really big hill, and uh, I just changed it into a, a different gear. And, and it locked at the back, and it's never done this before. And I've clocked up a few miles, I thought, what's happening? And I, I fell off, and I didn't actually hurt myself. I sort of landed on my feet, but I thought, come this isn't right. You know, I was really upset. I paid a lot of money for this bike. Anyway, I picked the bike up and ran up the hill and sorted it out at the top of the hill and carried on, you see. And I thought it'd be all right. I still didn't take any notice. I still didn't, wasn't listening to what the Lord was telling me and then uh, went another few miles and then it happened again but it happened a lot worse and I really did fall off this time and <coughs> when I got up the bike was all the back wheel was all buckled and uh, all the spokes were all missing and it was a real mess and I was so upset because I thought the world of this bike and and I just looked up and it was about there was nobody around it was about 20 to 7 this morning and it was raining and it was still dark and I just looked up and I thought I don't know what to do, Lord. I'll have to ask for your help. And then I felt so ashamed. I thought, how can I, when I haven't included you for a week and a half, how can I turn around now when, I've, when I'm in trouble and ask you for your help? And, you know, broke my heart when I realised what I'd done. And I just, I just stopped what I was doing and I laid the bike down on the grass. And uh, no cars came by or anything. And I just held my hands up and I said, I'm sorry, Lord. I said, I'm going to include you now. And uh, I was crying because of the bike, and I was crying because of what I'd done to him. And uh, anyway, I thought, never mind, John. And I was miles away from anywhere, and, I took, and the, the bike's wheel was so buckled it wouldn't push. I had to carry it miles home. But I was walking back, and I was singing, and I thought, I've got it right. And I think that it's, it's so easy to, to not include him in things. You can't pick and choose what you include him in. You've got to include him in everything. It doesn't matter what, you know, it's every little detail. And he wants to be on in it because he, he loves us so much. And uh, why shouldn't he be? He deserves it. And I wanted him to share that with me. And, and I don't know why I missed him out, but I've got it right now. And it's, uh, I've got the wheel mended as well. Amen. <laughs>
I, uh, through the tears, I thought I'll have to sing him something, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't hardly speak, but I tried to get the words out, and I, what I was singing was, uh, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look to his glorious face, and the things of the world will grow strangely dim, the light of his glory. for me in the coming days, um, <laughs> bless the Lord, because uh, you know we, we have it in our heart to go to Swanage for the summer holiday, well 
I, I'm still coming up against brick walls uh, at finding a hall. We did last year and we may do with what we could get. Uh, the only hall I've got this year is the town hall, like we had last year. It's only holds 125. It's obviously not big enough to, to the mind and to everything else. But we're going to go by the Spirit. And all we can do is lay these things before God. And I'd ask you to pray for us in this manner. Now, the other thing about uh, the videos, uh, we, we are hoping, proposing, whatever you like, ways to do it, to go into video like we did with tapes. Because, you know, uh, I read in the paper recently about video. The UK, Great Britain, has there are more videos per person than anywhere else in the world. Believe it or not, there's more in the UK than there are in America. And you know, our vision, the Glory Way vision, is to use every means to reach people. Bless the Lord. We, we, you know, Henry, Henry gets real mad when he sees uh, what the video is doing to people because there's no doubt about it, uh, it's not a good influence on people, it's a bad influence on people. Uh, but you know, I think that's the wonderful thing about the Gospel and about God. We can take all the things, not of the world, all the, all the clever inventions of men, uh, and we can use them for God. It's a marvellous thing, you know. And I believe, do you know, just seeing people filled with the Spirit moving in, the peop in, in people, like, like, I haven't seen this video yet, uh, I haven't had the privilege yet. Um, I know the people who have, have said it's a real shaker. Well, that's what we want. What we want to do is shake the people around us. Uh, not by our own strength, but by the power of God. And I believe, you know, this is a more or less in an experimental stage. And if you, if you talk to Henry about the tapes when they started in the 50s, they were an experiment. But look, it's gone on. It's gone on for 30 years. And why shouldn't we reach the world in this new way? Bless the Lord. I, and that's how we, we, we intend to go. Now, if any of you got videos... Uh, we're trying to produce them at about £15 each. Uh, I don't think we're going to lend them at the, at the start. Uh, we might have a trade back or some other situation, but if you're interested, just write into us at the office.